Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am talking with Rachel all about just life and health and the overwhelm that we've all learned to think comes with making these changes for our health and living and all of the things. So this is going to be an amazing conversation. With that being said, Rachel, welcome into the podcast. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This is a conversation that we all need to hear. So before we dive in, tell us more about yourself, who you are, and what you do. My name is Rachel. I'm a Midwest mom of four young boys. I'd like to start out with that first, so we're all sort of on the same playing level here. And I am a keynote speaker, a best-selling author, and a coach. Um, I'm also a former burnt-out corporate executive and small business co-founder, so um, yeah, been around the block a little bit. And I, what I do now is my purpose of, of my life. So what I do now is I train the strategy to care for all of us humans. I and and in this conversation about overwhelm that we're going to talk about is we have just been taught by, and it's not just our generation, it's many generations before us. We have been taught by society, by culture, whatever you want to call it, that it is overwhelming to take care of yourself. And so we keep that narrative going. We keep that narrative going on in our minds instead of perhaps changing that narrative and doing it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That is so true. When you take a step back and think about it, you are so spot on. This isn't just a new thing. It is multi-generational at this point. I mean, just think about it. Even in today's society, like the the morning routine, I feel is like the the hot topic right now. You know, we're we're like, okay, well, I have to have this lavish morning routine where I have to get up, I have to meditate, I have to journal, I have to pray, I have to drink my tea, I have to, you know, make sure everything is done. And we just feel so overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Guess what? We don't do it. You don't but do again, it again, no right? Because it's not meant to be done perfect. And I think that that's the thing that's you know that we really have to think about is when we. Because there are millions of ways to take care of yourself. Yes. And there are millions of people who are out in this world doing a brilliant job talking about the ways that work for them. But I also guarantee you that every person who is waking up and meditating and drinking their matcha and saying their prayers and writing in their journal and they're doing it at 5 a.m. and they've also got their workout in, I guarantee you they're eating a chocolate chip cookie at 10 a.m. also. Right? So let's just, you know, let's just be clear about the level of perfection that we expect us as humans to always, always have. And that's why people stop doing it. You think about the, I don't know how, how long people have been talking about, like the gyms are packed in January, right? It's because you go all in full force on these massive things. And of course, you're going to burn out from doing that. Your body and your brain 
aren't meant to do that. But so what we do is, is, is instead, what if we started thinking about our small habits and in our minds, it is not, I'm going to do this perfectly and I'm going to do it every day. But instead we change that to be this, it's a non-negotiable anymore. This is what I do. It's pretty simple. You either do it or you don't do it. And I'm not talking about going to the gym six days a week or a hot yoga seven days a week or whatever it is. Like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about drinking water. I am talking about the post-it note on your bathroom mirror that tells you, reminds you how to act in your day, to surrender, to be brave, to do it anyways, to work really hard, whatever you need for that day. I am, you know, and, and those small habits, moving your body 30 minutes a day, you know, slowly trying to communicate better with your boss, get out of a bad work relationship, things like that. Taking those small steps, doing those small things every day, then lead you to doing them all the time without even thinking. You don't even question them anymore. They become a part of who you are. But the reason that that's so hard is because our society isn't doing it. So it is easier for us to stay stuck in the job we don't like because we think we don't have a choice. It's easier, and I know both of us know this firsthand. I know it's easier for us to stay unhealthy because you can just run to Walgreens and grab all the drugs you need when you get sick. It's easier to go through a fast food line than it is to figure out what to do with bok choy in your fridge. Right. And um, so that's that is that's what I'm changing. I I don't like that rule and I don't like that that is where we are in our lives. And I know that you don't have to live that way. I don't live that way anymore. So I don't think anyone else needs to either. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Preach it, mama, because yeah. this is the conversation we all need to hear. Like I said, we get so stuck in this all or nothing yeah. mentality. And I mean, it's been ingrained in us. And I think it starts at such a young age that we're yeah. constantly like, our brains are wired for that quick fix. We're addicted now to dopamine. Our brains just want that hit of dopamine over and over and over. We want that instant gratification. We don't want to have to put in the work. Right. But you just told us the way to make it work is through yeah. those small habit changes. Mm -hmm. That's where your power is. It's not in the big monumentous. If you tell yourself you're going to go to the gym five days a week, every single week, you will fail. Life is busy, especially as a mom, especially running a business. You put those right. two together. It's busy. The unexpected mm -hmm. happens every single day. That's right. just the reality to, of it all. Right. But if and you, we... you also have to, yeah, you have to find ways that really work for you. Yes. You know, and, I, and, and not look outside. It's so easy to look outside and on Instagram and see women, mothers even, who are going to the gym every single day. And you know what? That's amazing for them. We should be cheering them on if that is what their priority is. And I, I don't go to a gym. I work out at home and it's one of the, one of the ways that I coach and 
I need that now because now I've gotten to the point after 15 years of doing this work and research, it is a non-negotiable for me to work out every day. Not it's, it's, a, it's a non-negotiable and my children become a part of that. And they've understood that, that that is what I need to be a good human and be a good mother. So yes, like it, it is absolutely possible. And I, but I also don't believe it's the all, it's the all or nothing because there are things in our lives like drinking water and like exercising and like, you know, buying vegetables and eating them and changing your mind every day that we have control over those four things. There is so much in this world we have no control over. Oh my God, it is so hard to be a mom right now. So hard to be a mom and watch our kids go out into the world and all the unknowns that come with that in our generation of motherhood. Yeah. So we all spiral down in this anxiety and this depression and this constant worry. And those things are real. Like that's not, you know, that, yes, that's our society and our culture and things we need to change, but those are real heavy things that we deal with as mothers right now. Um, but I am telling you, when you do those things for yourself every single day and you take care of yourself first, you can handle all that other stuff. You can't, right? Yes. And it's possible. You are proof of it. I am proof that it is absolutely possible. It's not easy. But like you said, when you start to make it a habit, that's where you get your power back because it puts it on autopilot. Mm -hmm. Think of the millions of decisions as a mom that we are faced with every single day. It's crazy. And we will hit decision fatigue. So if you can take these small changes and find a system that works for you. I love how you said, stop comparing yourself. If that's what that mom thrives on, that's awesome. Good for her. I'm here cheering her on. That's not what works for me. I'm like you. I know that in order to work out, I have to get up and do it first thing, or I will find a million excuses not to do it. (laughs) One million. But again, it's creating the habit and it's practicing that habit because it's not overnight. Yeah. And I, but I always tell people too, when they say, oh my God, but taking care of yourself is so hard. I'm like, no, it's not. It's deciding to do it. That's hard. Yes. Once you start doing it, that's not hard anymore. Lifting a weight up and down, not the hard part, you know, decide, I mean, honestly, like when you decide to, to change the path of your business, let's say you're an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. you decide to change the path of your business. You have a plan, you have a business coach, you have a good Excel spreadsheet, you've got finances in place. That's not actually the hard part. The hard part is flipping your brain from one direction to the other. Right. And as, as mothers and women, we have to do that thousands and thousands of times a day. So we do need really good grounding practices for ourselves, a really good group of supportive people around us, other supportive women who are doing the same thing in order for us to succeed at that. But the hard part is not actually doing it. The hard part is deciding to do it. 100%. That is the most valuable advice. If you are an entrepreneur. Yes, that is the key right there. Deciding, just committing to something right, right, and sticking with it consistently. Yeah. I just did a post about this recently and it's like all of these methods out there, they can work. 
All of the self-care things, they work. You have to decide to make it a priority. You have the choice. You can make the change. You can walk away from a career that no longer serves you. But like you said, it's deciding to do that. That's the hard part. You know, yeah. And, And of course, like after the, especially when it comes to a career in these real um, life choices that affect our families and our finances and the well-being of our children and things like that, those are bigger. But I am a firm believer in following our gut and our instinct. And I have specific tools and strategies that I use with my clients every day that help us to trust that. So if you, when you get to a place of deciding, let's say it is your career, right? And making those massive shifts, you have to use your gut and your instinct. And I promise you that it might not be easy at the very beginning because that decision is gonna loom in the back of your mind whether or not you made the right one right. That's just like, we're human. We're going to second guess those big decisions. However, it will not, your gut will not steer you wrong. Your instinct will never steer you wrong. You just have to continuously listen to it in order for those doors and windows fly open for you and new opportunities will come. Yeah. But it's easier to be stuck mm-hmm. in our world. And you know, it, it makes me wonder, and I, I think about this because I, I like to think about past generations and how our grandmothers perhaps would have dealt with some of this and how they did deal with some of this. When you think of, they went through World War II, World War yeah. One, sending their boys off to Vietnam, right? Like that is real stuff too. And so I think about, you know, when, when we talk about these habits and using our instinct and sort of overwhelm taking over our ability to succeed and be happy because we're just stuck in overwhelm, has it always been this way? Or are we just all talking about it right now? I like you know, I, I don't know. That's a really good point that you make. Yeah. Yeah. When we think about, when we think about history, have we all just been overwhelmed this whole time? and trends and culture and external issues or you know situations in history have sort of shaped who each generation of women are and i think we're doing a really good job our generation of trying to harness that energy and like collectively come together whether you have specific movements that are really important to you or um things like that but I always like to just like remember like, okay, we're probably not the first generation who have felt this way. Right, right, that, that's awesome. Maybe we're just the bravest because I think that there's a lot more of us who are taking big steps in our lives toward change to make better for our family. Yeah, and that's what it's all about at the end of the day is, is. just making it better for our family. And something else that you said, as women, I think is a superpower is our gut will not lead us the wrong way. We've tried to push it to the side. We've tried Mm -hmm. to rationalize things, but as women, I think that right there is one of our superpowers. It is. It It will never lead us the wrong direction. And it is the hardest thing to trust at the beginning. You know, like it'll whisper for a while and then it'll scream at you. And then you like, like me, I found myself on my bathroom floor with a week-long migraine, a tore tendon in my foot from over-exercising because I was so stressed, major IBS issues and gut inflammation. And I remember looking in the mirror and thinking, 
there has to be a better way to do this because I don't want to do it like this anymore. And so I found it. I created that better way. And we have all had our bathroom floor moments, but it sometimes takes us being on the floor for us to realize that that was really our instinct and our gut, just trying all the ways to talk to us and we didn't listen. And so it had to manifest physically. Yeah. And that happens a lot, a lot over and over. And, you know, just in society in general, it's, it's, we've taught ourselves that like this victim mentality is something to be rewarded and to be proud of. It's like, no, why, why are we feeding into this? Why are we just accepting that? Okay. If you have anxiety, you you need to take a pill for the rest of your life. Why? Right. Like, can, can we change that narrative? Yes, medication can be helpful, it's you know, really in certain hard. circumstances, but. Yes, yes, absolutely. As as a supplement, as a right. as one of the tools, yes. one of the many tools that we need to have in our pockets. And I always think about, you know, because, you know, we have mom guilt of the yeah. take care of ourselves first versus our families. That is a difficult one for all of us to sort of muster. Um but I have learned that every single thing I do for myself, my boys watch me. Yeah. My boys see every up and every down in my business. They see how I take care of myself every day. They, as little athletes as they are, they are already, okay, what do I need to eat to gain muscle? What do I need to have so I have enough energy? Okay, did I have my colorful vegetables today? I mean, it's it's not... It's not something like it was in our generation growing up where it was based on diet and skinniness and anything like that. It's based on health. Yes. You want to live till you're 100? This is what you have to do. And so when when I see my children, and I say this because I think it's important for every mother to remember that how they treat themselves, their children are going to, to learn how to treat themselves and their partners as they get older. Yeah. So when we are doing that for ourselves, we're actually doing it for them still. So they don't have to be guilty anymore then. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That right there, you are breaking the cycle. You are breaking that multi-generational cycle. When you shift the lens to realize, no, by taking care of yourself and your health, you're taking care of your family. You are teaching them how to respect themselves. Everyone gets a post-it note on their bathroom mirror. Like that's my rule. Like everyone gets a post-it note. You can put, you know, whatever you need on it that week, whatever your body and your soul feel like it needs, put it on there. And that's your reminder to yourself this week on how it's going to go. And that's what you're going to say to yourself over and over and over again. Right. Because we need that repeated reminder over and over and over. I think now more than ever. Yeah, agreed. And it's funny because I don't remember, you know, growing up, my mother was not, um, you know, negative in any way or anything. And she had a very positive body image and self-confidence and things like that. But I don't ever remember her sharing any specific tools, right? right? So, you know, it was more of just me seeing the things that she was doing every day in her life that then sort of that translated for good and bad down to me. And like, don't get me wrong. My kids are going to go to therapy for something else that I did wrong. Right. But if I can teach them to take care of themselves, then I feel like 
they will have a better shot at not being burnt out. They will have a better shot at finding a job and a career that they love and that fills them up, right? And that's what, that's, I mean, that's all we want for them. Right. It's for them to be happy, to work hard and to find someone to spend their life with. Like, I think that's, I think that's pretty good. Like, okay, I'll be, that'd be great if yeah. that's how we end this, right? Um, And I just, I think that we have so much, mothers forget how much power they have. We forget our power because we're tired. Right. And once you realize and harness, learn to harness that power again, you are unstoppable. And I promise you won't be tired anymore. Like some days I'm tired, but I'm not really that tired anymore. You know, cause like you, you, we have a choice on how to do that. And if you are, you know, if we have the tools in our back pocket and a good support system and a mentor who can teach us how to do that over and over again, you just put yourself on a different playing level. Yeah, it is possible. Yeah, It is possible. Everything is a choice. Yeah. And that's a hard pill, pill to swallow is knowing yeah. that it's a choice. But having conversations like this, being that example for our kids, that's what's going to break the cycle. This is where change starts. It yeah. starts with us. Yep. And I think it's amazing. There are so many powerful CEO executive women who are burnt out and overwhelmed. And yeah. um, it makes me, it, you know, it, it, honestly, like, honestly, it, it makes me sad because I want us to rise as high as, as the mountains, as high as any of us have goals. I want them to be met and exceeded. But I don't think that it's worth the burnout and the unhealthiness and the sadness or the anxiety that comes from that because that is what de is demanded of or the expectation that comes with that type of responsibility. 100%. And I don't want the next generation of women, all the daughters out there going through this, you know, thinking about their lives right now, to think that they have to choose between taking over the world and having a family. Right, exactly. So if we can change that, that would be really amazing. Let's start changing that. <laughs> and we can change it. We, can. we will yeah. change it. Yes, we. I know, and we do, I mean, every day, and again, all those choices, when we say it's too overwhelming to take care of ourselves, right there, that is a yep. choice. That's something you put in your head. That's not real. It's actually not a choice. It's a choice to go through the McDonald's line for lunch every day. That's a choice too, right? Yeah. It's a choice to stay in a toxic workplace. That's a choice, believe it or not, that's a choice. And we have them all throughout our day. So, you know, when people say like, okay, where do you start? Where should I start? It's hard for me to say everywhere, but you need to start everywhere. Yeah but they don't have to be these monumental changes. Exactly. They just have to be consistent. Yeah, and that's it, consistency. Consistency is the key. Yeah. Rachel, this was such an incredible conversation, one that we all need to hear. Yes. Where can we get into your world? 
Yes, you can find me on Instagram. Absolutely. That is where I do a lot of my work. Um, if you work for a business, if you are a small business owner, anything like that, I work with teams, a keynote for different events. I also run a course that you can find on my website. That is the 10 habits to take care of yourself. So that is really 10 weeks of this, you know, doing this, doing the work, shifting our minds, and then taking that purpose and drive that we have found there and translating it into action in your life to make change and make that better. So you can find more information on my website, but I'm always here to offer advice or level set or commiserate, whatever it is. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for leading yes. the change because it is possible. Yes. And you, like I said, are proof. So thank you for taking time to share your value. Of course. With our thank listeners. you so much for having me. Definitely. It was my pleasure. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 